Ben Charrington wants to add one more starting pitcher and one more position player to his active roster. We'll see what that means. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. To date, when Charrington has said that he wants to do something, he will do it. And that's in large part because GMs know these things meaning they already have deals in the works. They have players in whom they're interested and they're fairly confident that those players will be available once their prices come down or once other parts of the market start to fall into place. Where the Pirates are concerned, adding a starting pitcher Man, that's not going to be easy. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous to say uh, because, you know, they're coming off 101 losses and then 100 losses. And then here I am on this show saying, oh, it's going to be really hard to find a place to put a starting pitcher. Of course, I don't mean it that way. What I mean when I say that is that there are certain guys that you know are going to be in the rotation, health willing, Ronzi Contreras, Mitch Keller, Johan Oviedo, I really believe Oviedo is a lock, as close to a lock as you could expect him to be. JT Brubaker's in there. Vince Velasquez has been promised a spot in the rotation, and to whatever extent a promise can be committed, because it sure doesn't show up in writing. And then there's always Luis Ortiz, who made a massive impact upon his arrival late in the season, but who is very, very clearly going to open 2023 in the minors. You can debate the merits of that back and forth, but what's left is still a pretty good number of pitchers. So when Charrington is talking about this, is he talking about, all right, let's get somebody who is just an instant drop into the top three of the rotation kind of guy? Seems unlikely. They're very expensive. Or is he talking about another Velasquez type or uh, to throw out a random name from the recent past for you, uh, a Cody Ponce type who's going to spend half of the season in Indianapolis and half of the season in Pittsburgh? Because that really wouldn't apply. It would be a lot more in the it'd be a lot more like the Velasquez type of player. And, and I get that. I, I get that. You do need those guys because there are injuries. There are things that go wrong over the course of a season. And it's a lot easier to address that now preemptively than it is in April or May to go raising uh, a red flag and having teams come to you. Oh, sure. We've got all kinds of starting pitching we'd love to share with you. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. So you go and get them or get this one player now. I without going overboard here, feel like this will be the real weather vane. This particular acquisition will be the real weather vane as to the degree of seriousness that this management team has about this coming season. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. 
It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. The position player, man, that's way tougher. Not to find a place for on the field, but to try to figure out what they'll do. And guess why? Yeah, that. What happens to Brian Reynolds kind of affects everything. Because if Reynolds does in fact get traded, there's no way I would think that you're going to do that without getting pitching in return and significant pitching and immediate pitching because the nature of this trade will slash would be so unpopular that you'd have to bring back something that would help now as opposed to, you know, somebody's super enticing prospect or whatever, because that's only going to look like to everybody as a kicking of the can. Even if it's the right move, I don't believe it's the move that they can make it this time, fair or not. But your outfield, your outfield without Reynolds is going to be, yeah, okay, it's going to be Jack Sawinski and Jiwon Bay and, man, I'm starting to run into blanks here already Miguel Andahar I, I don't know it's just it's not it's not exciting to say the least and it's not a step forward and this is the one position where the Pirates don't have some kind of immediate help on the way from Indianapolis whereas you can look at catcher and say all right well they signed Austin Hedges he can't even hit his weight he's excellent defensively but we don't really care that much because Andy Rodriguez will be here before long. Henry Davis will be here before long. With the outfield, you don't really have that. You're looking at Travis Swaggerty, who they didn't even think enough of to bring up this past September. So if I had to guess, and that's all this would be, they'd be looking at the outfield and maybe doing so with an eye toward what would happen if Reynolds isn't here. Or they're just not going to trade Reynolds and they're going to be stubborn and they're going to stick with him and say, you got to get out there and play. You got a contract and Reynolds isn't going to exactly be the bad guy because he he's just not that type. And because he has a lot of pride, he's going to go out there and play anyway. And he's going to play hard because if he doesn't play hard, who would want him in a trade? It becomes a catch 22. I still think it's all really unhealthy because it just is. You would want him to be someone around whom the team can anchor moving forward. And how on earth did I turn this into a Reynolds segment when we come back, J1Q? who says, for whatever reason, the Pirates appear to be playing checkers while they want us to think they're playing chess. The signing of multiple first basemen, now multiple catchers while fiddling as Reynolds asks to leave. What's next? Unfathomable. Uh, Joe, I don't think they're bluffing here. I, I gotta tell you, I had a conversation with someone within the organization over the past week just a handful of days ago. And when I brought up Reynolds, 
there was a great big shrug about it. There was no overreaction, uh, a little bit of animosity toward the agent for having gone public with the information. But other than that, it was, what do you think exactly is going to change here? Uh, he's going to be the center fielder. He's under contract to be the center fielder. Why would we behave any differently here? He signed a contract last year. Let's not forget. It was a two-year deal, not a one-year, not a year-to-year arbitration thing, but an extension that he, meaning Reynolds, and by virtue of that, the agency, to ensure that he'd be paid at a certain level through his arbitration years, at least the first couple. That was an agreement. That was a mutual agreement. All contracts are. So this is not even an arbitration case. So the Pirates, even if they aren't, and they aren't, on the right side of general public opinion on this, and they're not on the right side of it with me because it never should have come to this, they might end up getting that way. If they hold to this stance, and think about this, as spring training opens, and let's say Reynolds is like the last guy there, and he shows up, and he's all mopey and everything else. And again, I, I don't think this is going to happen. Just, just try to picture it, all right? And the reaction to that is going to be robustly negative in Pittsburgh. You agreed to this deal. You agreed to play for this team. I really think it'll turn. It might turn with me, too, Okay. I'm open to new information toward new stances all the time. And I think that might be what they're kind of banking on here. What's the real issue here? He's not going to hold out and he's not going to deliberately underperform. So if we're paying him to play baseball at a high level and it behooves him to play baseball at a high level. And oh, by the way, while he's here, we can continue to entertain at least the possibility of a long-term extension, and and this came my way from this team source as well, if the agent has a reputation for hitting the nuclear button the moment something happens that he doesn't like, then that can also influence things. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Let's do this again tomorrow. 